BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I just saw a headline that some people are really not amused with Jimmy Fallon's song about the new COVID variant, which makes me want to hear it. Michael has been pushing it on us for several days, so maybe we'll have to get to that this hour. A song controversy. About new, song about the new COVID variant. So, sixty minutes uh, a week before last, last night they featured freaking Prince Harry. God, is there any sating the appetite of you <laughs> royal fans? <laughs> How much do you need about the the eighties, the nineties, the nows, the behind the scenes? Uh, anyway. Uh, last 60 Minutes on last week, they, they, they were all about how we're ruining the planet. And they featured a scientist who is a crackpot without identifying him as such. And we've got a, a chunk of him being a crackpot from back in 1970 coming up. That is absolutely fantastic. Love it. Yeah, a lot to look forward to. I'm going to deal with this fairly quickly just because it's so gross. But I had a conversation late-ish last year with a young man who's a friend of the family who works on currently a hospital floor that deals with uh, addiction, uh, addicts, people who OD or people who just want to get clean or get arrested or whatever ends up on his floor. So he's used to dealing with addicts. And uh, if you think you got a rough job, oof, people intentionally trying to poo on you. Picture that. Anyway, as opposed uh, to accidentally pooing on me, I'm not sure one's a treat more than the other. Yeah, but the, the intent there, knowing that somebody tried to poo on you, 
I mean, I've raised babies. I've dealt with babies. They don't mind. They don't mean to poo on you. It was so so bizarre and 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 so grotesque. So grotesque, Johnny. Uh, what is anyway. what is the message from the guy who's trying to do this to you? To, to leave him alone? Or I'm unhappy with this? I think it depends on the messenger. It varies. Okay. <laughs> uh, generally, the person is completely out of their mind and full of paranoia, anger, whatever. Oh, but gotcha. This young gent and I uh, and the other people involved in the conversation were talking about uh, what they're seeing on the floor. And you want to talk about being on the leading edge of knowing what's happening on the street to uh, these whatever you call them, drug addiction wards are. And he was talking about Trank, seeing the the customers, the frequent flyers come in uh, high on or strung out on Trank. It's an animal tranquilizer called Xylazine, which is known by street names like Trank, Trank Dope, and Zombie Drug. It's being used to bulk up illicit fentanyl. So if you're giving addicts fentanyl, but you're afraid it's not going to get them high enough or addicted enough, you throw a little xylazine in there, and it's highly addictive. It's terrible for you. It causes crusty, blackened tissue. Yeah. Horrifying sores. Hey, hey. <laughs> not crusty the clown. Crusty the sensation. It causes wounds that erupt with a scaly dead tissue called eschar. Untreated or eschar, it can lead to amputation. It induces a blackout stupor for hours, rending users vulnerable to rape and robbery. When people come to, the high from the fentanyl is long since faded, and they immediately crave more. And because xylazine is a sedative and not an opioid, it resists standard opioid overdose reversal treatments. Moving toward to the texts that the uh, gentleman in question and I were exchanging earlier in the show, Trank is bringing huge problems to the hospital because the symptoms present with similar sedative effects from opioid, uh, opiate overdose, but its primary ingredient is xylazine animal tranquilizer. It's cut with fentanyl, cocaine, pretty much anything under the sun. But Narcan doesn't work as an intervention to save somebody's life. They look like they've overdosed on an opiate, but it's not. It's tranquilizer. Folks, this is a little rough right here. Brace yourselves. Here's why you don't want to do drugs. And it occurs to me, a great idea, Jack. You kind of hinted at this before. You had edged up to genius, but it hadn't come to your uh, come together in your mind. You're talking about your boys seeing all the junkies on the streets of Northern California and how you don't really have to tell them how miserable the life of the junkie is. Because they see it. I mean, is that overstating what you're? No, at? absolutely. Their view of what drugs do is the guy they see on the sidewalk screaming at the fire hydrant. Right, right. We really need to do a scared straight thing with kids, but you wouldn't have to amp it up at all. You wouldn't no. even have to try. Then just go to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just let them see what it does to you. Good Lord, take them to the local junkie camp. If you don't have a junkie camp in your town, visit beautiful California. Yeah, and you're not going to, you don't need any directions. It's right there for you. Oh, yeah. Any town, pick a town. Anyway, well, you know what? That's not actually true. There are towns in California that will not put up with junkie camps quietly and under the radar, but there are plenty that will. Anyway, so here's the part that's a little tough to take. And this was the part that grabbed my attention when we had the conversation last year. I've seen different, uh, 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 I am drug users. That's uh, I am. What is inter? I don't know. Um, pick at their skin. 
You know, the old uh, the heroin addict who's jonesing for it, and he's picking at his skin, saying uh, there are bugs and scratching and stuff. Oh. And meth addicts end up all scabby. That's because they scratch at their skin so much, and they Ew. pick at their skin. So anyway, I've seen different drug users pick at their skin, he writes, but Trank is the first time I've actually seen a person's muscle and bone because patients complain Holy of skin. Holy crap! Yes. They oh scratch God. down to their muscles and bone, and then they open up a slew of health issues like infections, and then you get the sores that Trank causes anyway, and people's limbs are rotting off. They're amputating people's limbs. I'm about to vomit myself, folks. They're amputating limbs right and left because of the damage this stuff does. But the people who started on drug A, B, C, whatever, whether they progressed to want a bigger high or just as likely these days, and this is what kids need to know, they thought they were taking X, but then the dealers who are the, 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 the street soldiers of the Mexican drug cartels put drug Y and drug Z in there to get them even more hooked. And so these people who thought they were doing meth, they thought they were doing heroin. They're ended up now doing fentanyl and trank, and their limbs are rotting off. Good God. That's rough. He said it's unspeakably gruesome. Well, it's not unspeakable. We just spoke about it. <laughs> it's, it's it probably should have sickeningly... been uns- probably should have been unspeakable. <laughs> I apologize. Unspokable. This is article in the New York Times talking about um, how xylazine now, this trank, has been found in nearly 25% of drug samples really um, in, uh, in New York City. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, man, they go into depth in Philadelphia where 90% of the lab-tested dope samples tested positive for this stuff. More than 90%. And it's, it's poison. It's, it's a horror. It makes fentanyl look like a good idea of course there's always fentanyl in the stuff too which will kill you and it exists in kind of a legal gray zone too because it was a it was approved by the fda like 50 years ago as a uh, veterinarian prescribed painkiller for animals uh, but man they go into these stories you almost uh, have different needs in me a half dozen coors lights got me exactly where I, as far as i needed to be yeah i never thought you know what it just ain't doing it. I need some animal tranquilizer. Of course, they, like you said, aren't necessarily saying that either. It just got slipped into something else they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Here's this Brooke, 38-year-old tattoo artist, rolled her wheelchair to the exchange check-in and handed over a gallon container filled with syringes. Her mother, sister, and wife died of overdoses. Just over a year ago, her right leg had to be amputated because of an infection from a trank wound that bore into the bone. Wow. All right. Wow. Wow. And they're probably going to have to take her arm. Oh, Lord. I can't even read that part. This makes the other stuff I was saying sound like a description of a running nose. Well, then then I, for one, do not want to hear it. I actually am not. Because you don't have the guts, do you? No, I'm not curious either. I don't need yeah. to hear it off the air. I just don't want to hear it. Please, kids, don't do drugs. Good Lord. Uh, before we take a break, did you see the Virginia Tech soccer player who wouldn't kneel to honor the whole BLM thing? Yeah. And then she yeah. said the coach benched her for not kneeling for the BLM thing. 
berated her, screamed at her until she had to quit the team. She got $100,000 under a federal settlement. The free speech issue, correct? Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, the uh, coach claims, no, I didn't pinch her for that reason. She wasn't playing well. But uh, the court said, yeah, there's plenty of evidence to let this case proceed. And the college said, yeah, maybe we don't. Maybe we settle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not surprising. No, no. Um, I'm not sure I could navigate the modern university right now. If I were a student, I don't know what I'd become. Probably an (laughs) ex-student. So I missed 60 Minutes weekend before last because it was New Year's Eve. They had a new 60 Minutes on New Year's Eve. Or was it the week before? Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, They were talking about the uh, future extinction of the planet. We're going through yet another extinction because of man-made causes. The sixth great extinction. And they featured a scientist who's a freaking crackpot, but 60 Minutes didn't point out what a crackpot he is. Well, let's hear him being interviewed way back in the 70s to hear what kind of guy this was that 60 Minutes trotted out for your pleasure. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What's my point here? Do I have a point? I guess I oh. guess the point is how uh, super educated people can be very wacky or wrong about things. Maybe that's my point. Um, 60 Minutes a couple of weeks ago uh, did a feature on, uh, there's a book out about it, The Next Great Extinction or something like that. They say we're headed toward something as big as when the Dinosaurs went extinct. Of course, the dinosaurs went extinct because an asteroid hit the Earth, but um, that we're doing it to ourselves this time. And one of the doctors or doctors, PhDs that they uh, used uh, for the 60 Minutes piece, Dr. Paul Ehrlich, you might, if you're old enough, you remember him. He wrote The Population Bomb back in the 60s, which was a huge book, and a lot of people bought into it. And he was under the impression that 
as soon as we hit 4 billion people, the earth couldn't sustain it and we would all starve to death. And of course, that was 4 billion people ago because we now have 8 billion people and we seem to be doing okay from a famine standpoint. But so, so he was wrong about that. And completely uh, tragically wrong. Yeah. But now he's on 60 Minutes explaining how we're about to have another great extinction. Hey, the last time you became nationally famous, you were completely 100% wrong. But to show you how crackpotty he was back in the day, Mm -hmm. here is an interview from 1970. He's a Stanford professor. Now, uh, given the population explosion, let alone in this country, what can the government, what ought the government to do about this? Well, what it ought to do is this. The first thing, you want, you don't want to put, I, I'm against government interference in our lives. You want to minimize that. So the very first thing the government should do is try and take the pressure off to reproduce. There's a lot of pressure in our society now to reproduce. If you're single, people try and push you into getting married. You know, uh, you, your wife, you have a, a, a bachelor over and your wife says, gee, shouldn't I have a nice girl over? The idea is, you know, nobody should escape. So there's pressure to get married. <laughs> Young couples, if they don't have children, people say, gee, they must be sterile. They never say, gee, maybe they like uh, good wine and going to the theater and so on. They prefer that to scraping diapers. So there's pressure to have children. So the first thing that should happen is that the president ought to say, from now, here on out, no intelligent, patriotic American family uh, ought to have more than two children, preferably one, if you're starting a family now. Not, not any law, but just say, this is what responsible people do. He ought to make the FCC see to it that large families are always treated in a negative light on television wherever they appear. <laughs> there ought to be a tremendous amount of television time devoted to spot commercials, the sort we've had against oh. smoking. Uh, but the ones in the middle, say, in the middle of Beverly Hillbillies, you get a scene which shows Los Angeles in the smog, and it just says, this city has a fatal disease. It's called overpopulation, and so long. Uh, now, that sort of campaign, you could, you could have a census, a sample census, which would see whether that was having the desired effect. If that didn't, you could move to giving women bonuses for not having babies. That almost certainly would do the job. If that didn't have the effect, then you could move to changing the tax structure uh, so that people who had the money and had the children paid for the children. In other words, you would increase taxes on people with children rather than decrease them since they, when they have the children, they require more services. If that doesn't work, uh, then you'll have the government legislating the size of the family. And people say, oh, that's impossible. Government can never intrude and tell you how many children to have. Well, I got news. You know, it intruded a long time ago and told you how many wives you can have. Uh, and there's not the slightest question that if we don't get the population under control with voluntary means, that in the not-too-distant future, the government will simply tell you how many children you can have and throw you in jail if you have too many. <laughs> you know, I had been aware that he was constantly idiotically wrong. I had not realized what a complete flaming crackpot he is. <laughs> well, that's so... Oh, my God. So I didn't see the 60 Minutes episode, but I saw the reaction to it on Twitter. Yeah, me lot, too. And a lot me of people too. who know him were like, 60 Minutes just featured this guy? This guy? And then they got into the stuff about how they should have... <laughs> television should always feature large families in a negative light. <laughs> the FCC should mandate that. Constant spots. And then eventually the government will have to mandate the number of children. Good Lord, this guy is like a constitutional crackpot, a moral crackpot, a logistical crackpot. He's inventing new ways of crackpottery. And they featured him on 60 Minutes for their big we're doing Currently. your thing. Currently, uh, two weeks ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Wow. The FCC should uh, regulate television, so all television shows must portray large families in a negative light. You should be in jail. You're too yeah. dangerous to not be in jail. 
That was a tour de force of a bizarre and ugly crack pottery. It's amazing how off track really, really intelligent, well-educated people can be. Oh, yeah. As Thomas Sowell said, there are some ideas so ridiculous only an intellectual could have them. And so uh, so that guy, when he was young and his brain worked really well, he's now in his 90s. I'm supposed to listen to him now in his 90s on 60 Minutes and take it to a, as fact, everything he was saying. He's, you know what, it's funny, listening to that tape, he was like a 21st century irresponsible bomb-chucking talk show host. Right. Just ahead of his time. That's his career, making bomb-chucking, wild-ass predictions and then selling books and doing the interview circuit. And if that doesn't work, the government should legislate the size of the family. You ask Chairman Mao how that worked out, and look at the modern world, you crackpot. Things are fine. In fact, many Eastern and Western civilizations are dying. China might be in a rapid cycle of death within a decade. They've got such incredible demographic problems. God, that is hilarious. It is hilarious. That was amazing. Hilarious, except for, you know, it's frightening as hell. If you end up with too many of those people, and they end up in charge, holy crap. If you miss an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Mentioned last week, there's a new variant of COVID. Not that you care or paying any attention at this point, but the new variant, I think it's B1AA, but it doesn't matter. Um, Like three weeks ago, it was 5% of COVID. Now it was 40% last week. I assume it's the dominant COVID now. And it's way more transmissible than even Omicron. Oh, stop it. Which is hard to imagine. So that's got to mean that if there's anybody, if you come near somebody who's got that, you're, you, you, you've been exposed to it. And then 
However, that interacts with your vaccines and all that different sort of stuff I don't even want to talk about. But anyway, Jimmy Fallon made a song about it. He's being criticized for some reason. Let's hear it. to be angry i guess or uh, one, something one of the reasons it's being criticized you know fallon does his show in new york and new york covid dead spiked 30 percent in december the most since early 22 they're saying the pandemic is not over of course i read the entire article to see if they at any point got down to whether or not people were dying of covid or with covid which is remember at one point in la it was 50 percent of the deaths were people who came in because they had a heart attack and they tested positive for COVID. Or they were ancient and going to die, and they came into the hospital, and they tested positive for COVID. So. Well, if indeed this variant is so incredibly uh, contagious, even compared to Omicron, that everybody gets it if you so much as look at them from 100 yards away, right? Uh, well, then it would make sense that a tremendous number of people who are going to die have it. So if you don't clarify that, you've told me nothing. Um, a couple of things that have happened since we've been on the air. I just saw guidelines. I haven't looked into it yet. Um, for handling obese kids, the government guidelines, and it includes, uh, suggesting surgery and stuff like that. I need to read more on that. Suggesting surgery for kids is interesting. Um, I, I thought about that. It reminded me of seeing Chris Christie on one of the news shows yesterday. Chris Christie, which one of the surgeries did Chris Christie get? Do we know? Do we the remember? The gastric band i believe whichever one he got didn't work i mean they did a side shot of chris christie on the round table on abc this week and he is as enormous as he ever was but wow uh and that's the only reason I, I don't bring that up to mock his size but uh you know start talking about surgery for obese kids there's a guy with a lot of money and probably the best doctors he got some surgery and it didn't do him any good and there's always risks with surgery so anyway mm-hmm. but he um they started talking about uh trump running so all of your experts now say Biden is likely to announce in the next couple of weeks. That's the scuttlebutt. <laughs> Unbelievable. Biden is going to announce in the next couple of weeks that he's running for president in 2024. That's one of the reasons he went to the border to get that uh, off there. He um, can announce it. God gets the last word. On the Trump side, there's some discussion of it's kind of interesting. He announced he was running and then just like and then is playing golf. I mean, so why mm-hmm. did he announce? What's the point? And Chris Christie sell NFTs. I don't know. Chris Christie, the former governor of New Jersey, who has run for president before and may run again, he said he thinks the field is going to be small, not giant like some people predict. He thinks it's only going to be like seven people, and he doesn't expect anybody to get in until June. With the first debate being in July, he said there's no advantage 
to being out there early. Trump's just going to, you know, spend his time attacking you. So what's the point? Uh, nobody wants to be the first person in and just like the only target for Trump. Because one of the reasons you're not hearing from Trump is he's got nobody to shoot at right now. And uh, so everybody's going to get in and just a, there's only going to be seven. And the other six will get in in June right before the first debate, which I would love your 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 Eminem uh, smelling lips to God's ears, Chris Christie. <laughs> I hope I hope nobody gets in until June, and it's right before the first debate. That sounds and, awesome. And that's June of this year. Yeah. Oh, I know. Ugh. Didn't we just get through the whole midterm and the red wave and the not red wave? And Correct. The, and didn't we just deal with the whole Speaker of the House thing? These, this is also true. This It just never ends. No, this is no way to run a republic. No. Or to live your life. No. Constantly paying attention to this. Right. This is also kind of breaking news, too. This is in the Washington Post, ladies and germs. Worth pointing out, this is in the Washington Post. There's a new study out from New York University Center for Social Media and Politics where they looked at Russian disinformation and misinformation and how successful they were in the 2016 election. In other words, how much of Donald Trump getting elected was the influence of Russia on social media? As well, we, Hillary would clearly be president if not for the Russians' insidious interventions. She uh, has stated as such. Yes, this is from the from the report being reported in the Washington Post. Russian influence operations on Twitter in the 2016 presidential election reached relatively few users, most of whom were highly partisan Republicans, and the Russian accounts had no measurable impact in changing minds or influencing voter behavior, according to the study out this morning. No measurable impact. One of the report's authors at New York University said, my personal sense coming out of this is that this got way overhyped. <laughs> yes. So there you go. Yes. Very yes. few people will hear that or read that. Tip of the cap to the Washington Post for reporting that. Because it, you know, kind of goes against a lot of the stuff you were talking about. Yeah, well, and, and thank you for bringing it to us. I, I missed that myself. Well, you got... Uh, number one, this wild desperation to prevent the guy from The Apprentice becoming president. And on the other hand, one of the great egos on Earth in the aftermath of her defeat, desperately clawing for an explanation that spares that ego and, you know, the complicity of the mainstream media. So, yeah, it was wildly overblown. No measurable impact. What? <sighs> So many of the narratives, you know, I, I received an impassioned text from an old friend of mine. I should have responded to it. Uh, responded to it, Mike. I apologize for not responding. He was talking about um, the world his kids have grown up in and how so often they are going to a source that they have been told mm. is uh, neutral. He's talking about this one Reddit thread. Uh, our science. It purports to be an unbiased and informational uh, source for science topics, posting recent articles, etc. Here's the thing. Although you need scientific credentials to post or comment, if you post or comment anything that isn't to the left of Trotsky, even though it may be supported by data, peer-reviewed, studied, etc., you will be deleted, removed, or banned from participating in the site. And so it takes... 
not not perhaps a, a career's worth of effort, but certainly an avid hobbyist's worth of effort to find truth. When you're looking at even an article, or I'm sorry, not an article, but a topic as high profile as Russian interference in our society and our elections. How, how many people are going to see what you just brought to us? So few. Yep. We're all blindly just, it's, it's, our entire society is a hall of mirrors brought to us by the internet and, and the web and, and actually the Russians occasionally too. But um, man, how anybody finds their way is, uh, is kind of amazing. Hey, Hanson, are we having Ian Bremmer on this week or not to talk about the uh, top yeah. risks to the planet for 2023? Tomorrow, actually. He's on tomorrow. Cool. Excellent. Well, and the population bomb certainly is going to be one of them. I was reading more about Paul Ehrlich being on 60 Minutes. What a freaking joke that is. <laughs> oh. But one of Ian Bremmer's uh, top 10 risks is that this year is the year that you could get into an argument on Twitter or Facebook or something, and it be AI. It's not even a human being. That it is now sophisticated enough, you wouldn't know that you're arguing with a robot with a point of view. <laughs> so you're angrily pounding on your keyboard or thumbing angry tweets at not a troll, but a troll bot. Right. Huh. Of course, what are you doing arguing with trolls anyway? Yeah, don't argue with people online. But, I mean, the fact that you're arguing with people online and they're robots is, uh, you know, or just a computer program, um, is, I, I don't know. It's like I mean, running on a treadmill. You're just exercising your ability to argue. I maybe guess. I should uh, look at it this way. It'll keep those people busy, busy. The kind of people that want to argue with randos on Twitter, it'll keep you all busy. You have endless opportunities to be snarky with robots and just enjoy your life. There are a handful of people I really like and respect who fit that profile. They will answer any troll, any snarky argument. They will get in arguments with them. As if, as if A, you have a chance to convince that troll of anything, and B, if you do convince them, and you're not going to, but if you do, that will do any good on Earth. I just, I don't get the temptation. Well, I get the temptation. I don't get not resisting it. Yeah, and then when it turns out it's a computer program, you're yeah. slapping your head in anger. Oh, this uh -huh. person just... I fooled you. I baited you. This person just doesn't understand. How stupid are they? They refuse to appreciate the power of my arguments. What I'm dealing with, man, I'm dealing with fools and trolls. Yeah. Fools and trolls. Uh, we will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How about Brazil, huh? That's something if you followed that story at all over the weekend. Yeah, the populist president lost an election, claimed it was stolen. His supporters stormed the seats of power, and he went back to Florida. That was the Brazilian guy. So how much of that, they were acting like on uh, you know CNN and MSNBC, like there's a, a direct line between Trump and January 6th and Brazil. Like it, it gave a permission structure for other people in countries to do the same thing. How much do you buy that? Oh, there's there, there may be a shred of truth to it. Yeah, that's, that's some truth to it. It's not Brazil does not need the example of the United States to have crazy ass politics. If you're familiar with their politics at all. All right. Yeah, I look at Central and South America and think, yeah, you guys uh, seem to do pretty good on uh, crazy elections and leaders and that sort of stuff long before Trump came along. And crooked or allegedly crooked elections and stormings of various capitals. Yeah, I, I would say it's more the reverse. Yeah, yeah. Trump and Bolsonaro had a bit of a kinship there, so I get where they're coming from. But, yeah, that's a stretch. Okay. So uh, last week we were talking about the uh, Stanford language guide that their tech mm-hmm. department put out. Um, and, and a lot of people had the highlights, like you're not supposed to refer to Americans because that makes... The citizens of the United States, it's acting like we're the only Americans. There are 42 uh, countries in this hemisphere or something like that. Um, But the list itself is pages long, and it's definitely worth a scan. For instance, in their section on institutionalized racism, it's racism that's embedded in the laws and regulations of a society or an organization. It can be seen in processes, attitudes, and behavior through prejudice, ignorance, thoughtlessness, and racist stereotyping. And here are your terms you're not supposed to use. And a lot of them are like black hat, black mark, black sheep, black bald, black box, etc. Because they assign negative connotations to the color black, racializing the term. They do them okay. one at a time. Yeah. Lecturing. Um, the first part, clearly true. The second part, I'm not convinced that you can no. racialize colors. No, no. And if somebody says, yeah, they got blacklisted, and then I run into an African-American man, I don't think, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's right. Black? 
dark skin, well, they blacklisted, would, bad, bad person. I don't like you. They would claim it was subconscious, but I don't even sure. believe it happened subconsciously. No, neither do I. Uh, that's not the way language works. But that's that's the part that's defensible. Let's continue on. Don't use the term brown bag. Use the term lunch and learn or tech talk. Historically associated with the brown bag paper test that certain black sororities and fraternities used to judge skin color. Those whose skin color was darker than the brown bag were not allowed to join. I've now, never heard this first in my of life. All, <laughs> first of all, that's interesting. Yeah, I, that's a real thing. That is racism, colorism within black communities. Oh yeah, I'm reading which, the uh, I'm reading the, the, the award-winning biography of Malcolm X from last year. This is supposed to be the 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 biography of Malcolm X. A lot of stuff in there because he was very light-skinned black man, um, uh, uh, and growing up and his mom and everything and just how how big a deal that was in the black community, the hue of your how black you were or not really yeah. a big deal. I mean, like, but big, only big white deal. people can be racist. Keep that in mind. What's the title of that? Malcolm X, complicated son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. Okay, uh, so that brown bag. So the the idea that let's have a brown bag, uh, dudes, up your own hiney, ridiculous, laughable, woke jackasses. As a young lad, I carried a brown bag full of my meager lunch to school every day for like a dozen years. That's where the term comes from. Got nothing to do with that other thing. Oh, we didn't even get into cakewalk. Gangbusters. Uh, Jack, the term gangbusters unnecessarily invokes the notion of police action against gangs in a positive light, which may have racial undertones. Maybe we should continue this during the award-winning podcast, One More Thing, that we do after the show. We'll have a brown bag session over it. It's your host for final thoughts joe getty hey let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day michelangelo is our technical director pressing all the buttons michael you haven't talked much today what's your final thought yeah i hate to take take things serious but i'm gonna read a statement guys uh join me in emailing the major tv networks abc cbs fox nbc <laughs> and telemundo to portray families with more than four people two parents and two kids in a negative light it's your planet. It's your responsibility. <laughs> That's right. Way to go. Way to be part of the solution, Michael. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? I got into a reading challenge with someone. Going to set goals for the year for how much you read. A lot of people do this. I think it will help me finish more books, read more books, finish more books. I'm going to try to do 12 this year, one a month, which uh, might not sound like much, but we read a lot for this job. Anyway, the Malcolm X biography is The Dead Are Arising, and it is freaking fantastic. Yeah, gosh. My final thought. I have so many. Just when I get the most cynical about the mainstream media, I come across this. The New York Times, for all its sins, had a long article, got a lot of attention, called When Does Life Begin? The question comes into focus post-row. And it was a pretty intellectually honest article about, hey, a lot of people see what is clearly a baby in the mother's womb and think, that's a baby. And we have to reckon with this stuff. 
will knock me down with a feather. Good gracious. So there are two sides to that argument. Well, hmm. maybe there's hope. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Here's some good advice for you. Go to armstrongandgetty.com today. Click on the hot links. All sorts of great stories, interviews, articles that we talked about, some we didn't get to. You can email us if you see something we ought to be talking about. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You can get all of the podcasts. There's a link to uh, various uh, sources at armstrongandgetty.com. Pick up Spain G Swag. We'll do this again tomorrow. See you then. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. He said it's unspeakably gruesome. Probably should have been unspeakable. I yield the rest of my time, but this. I apologize. Unspokable. I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna. Come on. It's outrageous and it's dangerous and it's a load of crap. And so grotesque. I think that you may be over egging the pudding a bit. This is what responsible people do. Don't you think that's a little odd? <laughs> Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.